0: Ladies and gentlemen to another episode of garage game day sports. I'm your host as always Louie Longoria You can find me at game day garage on Twitter like comment hit that subscribe button down below on YouTube like us on Facebook What a difference a, a week makes guys the Dallas Cowboys looked absolutely phenomenal yesterday albeit against less than average competition But still you cannot discount a 43 to 3 destruction of the Atlanta Falcons I'm talking the Dallas Cowboys and the Atlanta Falcons game. Woo, what a performance all across the board. Offense, defense, special teams, coaching all across the board. Fantastic. Fantastic. The Cowboys improved to 7-2 with a 43-3 blowout win over the Atlanta Falcons. Boy boy i tell you i I really don't know where to start but i'm gonna go ahead and start with the obvious dan quinn sticking it to his former team they after they canned him last year you know he bounced around in detroit made his way here to dallas man and and he has revitalized this defense first of all but the way the defense responded yesterday after a disappointing and embarrassing home blowout loss to the Broncos, who got blown out themselves yesterday by the Eagles, but that's a that's a different story for a different day. Um, Dan Quinn had this team ready to go, you know, and right off, right out of the gate, we got the ball, we won the toss, didn't defer, wanted the ball, boom, scored a touchdown, seven nothing. Atlanta came out, and got an opening, a, a, a first quarter field goal, and that was it. That's all we conceded that's all we gave up 117 passing yards in total to matt ryan josh rosen came in through through a few times but uh no no touchdowns three interceptions Our are starting our starting corners every one of them got a pick jordan lewis man i'm gonna talk about him in a bit he had a hell of a game jordan lewis anthony brown Travon diggs added another pick to his total that's eight for the year so the legend of Travon diggs continues to grow but just this this defense just was everywhere they had hands on balls hands on defenders they were making plays tackles they didn't let cordero patterson uh into space they didn't let him do anything you know they they kept Kyle Pitts in check aside from you know a few catches he made on that opening drive that's all they conceded to him you know and he's going to be a matchup problem for years to come in the league you know that size that strength that he has um you know when when ryan went to him a couple times early i thought he was going to be a problem and i thought oh man this is going to be a dig this is going to be a you know some sort of maybe not a megatron-esque game for the lions when what they did to the us a few years back but i thought it was going to be the beginning of a monster you know 10 catch 160 yard touchdown or two touchdown performance for kyle pitts our defense put a stop to that very quickly um they went for it a couple of times on fourth down, and it was kind of reminiscent of what we did against the Broncos last week. Atlanta went for fourth, uh, for it on fourth down on two occasions. They failed both times, one of which would have likely resulted in a young way coup field goal that would have made it 7-6, and at least at the time, a more manageable game. Of course, that didn't work out that way. We made a stop. We grinded their momentum. Their momentum just halted. Totally. And they were never, never able to bounce back. And we just put touchdown after touchdown after touchdown on the board and play after play on defense and just quarterback hits tackles for losses, pass deflections, what you name it, whatever you wanted, the Cowboys got it and we got it in spades. We just made play after play. Almost everybody on almost every starter on defense had some sort of noteworthy play, whether it was a sack, a tackle for loss, a pass deflection, uh, a blocked pun like Dorrance armstrong had you know just play after play our guys looked dominant in this game but i want to give a shout out to two guys you know who don't get a ton of love outside of you know the, the sexy defensive picks you know your Travon Diggs your Micah Parsons uh you know your Randy Gregory's when he when he played of course he was out in this game Jordan Lewis and Dorrance Armstrong take a bow gentlemen y'all had a hell of a game Jordan Lewis three pass deflections had an interception also Three of those pass deflections came on a back to back third and fourth down tries by the Falcons. Jordan Lewis said, uh uh-uh. uh, uh uh. Did not let it happen. Two pass deflections back to back, three in total. He had himself a game. Had himself a game. And Dorance Armstrong, my goodness, a sack, tackle for loss, and then he had the blocked punt of Dustin Colquitt that Nation Wright recovered in the end zone. That led to a touchdown, an exclamation point at the end of the first half. That made it 36-3, and the Cowboys could pretty much coast the rest of the way. Them two, I wanted to give them some love because they showed out today. They balled out, and they really helped this Cowboy defense just punctuate a dominant effort over the Atlanta Falcons. Um, let's go ahead and switch to the offense. I want to start with the offensive line. The offensive line looked a hell of a lot better than last week. You know, and you had Terrence Steele get moved from right tackle to left tackle. You had Leo Collins come in. You know, you didn't have Tyron Smith, and we didn't have him again today, but what a difference just one game makes, you know? And Steele looked a lot more comfortable. A left tackle, Lil Collins. You know, you had a couple penalties here and there. Looking at you, Connor Williams, a couple of, you know, uh, uh, penalties on the same drive. I think it was late in the fourth quarter. The game was out of reach, but you still don't want to have those. You want to clean those up. You don't want them to carry over in the next game, especially with us traveling to Arrowhead to take on the Kansas City Chiefs. But... This offensive line, I was very pleased. They kept Dak upright, did not allow a sack all game. They opened holes. They let Dak have the time he needed to run through his progressions, to to go through his routes and and make plays with his arms, with his legs. You know, he ran for that touchdown in the fourth quarter that really really put a stamp on the game. Um, But the offensive line, I was very pleased with the offensive line top to bottom you know like i said the penalties yeah do need to get cleaned up but overall a very a very good a very good effort zeke and pollard you know didn't didn't set the world on fire with their rushing performance they only averaged you know about three 3.1 yards per carry but they made plays when they mattered pollard caught a lot of passes today zeke caught a few um of course had the two touchdown runs once they got down into the red zone you had the jumbo package we brought out connor mcgovern we were ready to roll baby ready to rumble and McGovern just helped push the pile. Zeke made his way through, cashed in on two touchdowns. And then, you know, Dak's touchdown run late in the game. And I really want to hammer home to that. That reminds me the five red zone trips the Cowboys made. We cashed in on all five of them, but it gets better. We didn't just cash in on all five red zone trips. We cashed them into touchdowns. Five red zone trips resulted in 36 points. 36 because of the two-point conversion we went for because atlanta gave us a free yard on a penalty But five red zone trips five red zone touchdowns. It does not get any more efficient than that And speaking of efficient of course, I want to talk about our fearless leader on offense Dak Prescott much more effective mobile Accurate than he was last week, you know in my opinion, you know, of course hindsight's 20 20 But in my opinion, he probably shouldn't have played last week. You wanted to you wanted to save him Another week, you wanted to make sure that Calf was 100% or as close to 100% as possible, but you know, hey, what's done is done. But Dak had a little inaccurate throw, a couple of inaccurate throws in the first quarter, but besides that, he settled in nicely. He made throws with his arm, he made plays with his legs, you know, of course, the rushing touchdown. He got his receivers involved. We had eight different receivers catch a pass in the first half, in the first half, 10 in total. He got out to 10 different receivers, got the ball out. They made plays. We had 10 receivers catch a ball. Six of them catch multiple passes, including Sean McKeon. I want to give him a shout out because uh, the injury to Blake Jarwin. So with Schultz, you know, of course, obviously uh, starting tight end, McKeon slid into the backup tight end role, had himself a couple of catches. Zeke Pollard caught passes. Uh, CD Lamb, of course, six catches, 94 yards, two touchdowns. He, of course, was going to get it done. Because AJ Terrell, before his injury, was on Cooper. So I figured Cooper's um, effectiveness as far as catching the ball was going to be somewhat hindered. But CD Lamb made up for that in spades. Two catches. Gallup had a key catch. So Dak spreading the wealth, spreading the ball around. Uh, and not allowing the Falcons to really zero in on anybody either. So a great, great effort from the offense. And Dak Prescott, that that touchdown run, I've, I've harped on it a couple times already. But running through uh, Running through Walker, Atlanta's uh, linebacker, running through him at the goal line. You know, at the time, I was like, "What are you doing? Like, get the first down, slide, or dive for the end zone, or do something, or run out of bounds." Um, but he ran through, and that just shows the the different the different mental toughness makeup of this team. You know. You have your foot on the on the, on the the gas, you slam it. Your foot on the neck, you step on them, you, you know. And the Cowboys, this is just a different team than we've seen in years past. Where, you know, a loss like last week may have set them back a few weeks. Or you would have seen a, a close game where they would have screwed around with the Falcons much longer than they should have. And the and the Cowboys just came out and, and laid a 40-point a beatdown on them, you know. So I'm, I'm glad to see that type of recovery after a tough loss like last week. And at home, no less. What a performance! The Cowboys, of course, improved to seven and two. We've got the Chiefs. We've got to travel to Arrowhead, a tough place to play and a tough place to win. And we all saw what the Chiefs did to the Raiders last night and dropped forty-one on Vegas, in Vegas. So uh, whether that's whether that's the Chiefs returning to form or if that was kind of an aberration and the Chiefs are kind of coming coming back down to earth a little bit, you know, they're still a dangerous a dangerous six and four team you know they've made the Super Bowl two years in a row it's gonna be a tough place to win but I think the Cowboys will be up to the challenge even with no Tyron Smith uh, well, we still know his status but no Demarcus Lawrence uh, Randy Gregory still on IR so he'll be back at the earliest the December 2nd game against the Saints so he's out the Chiefs game he'll be out on Thanksgiving against the Raiders but uh, the next two games you know one of them, very winnable at le at the at the least, the Raiders game on Thanksgiving, very winnable. And I know we've had some struggles on Thanksgiving, but I think the Cowboys, I think this team has enough to overcome that. And and um, this mental makeup of the Cowboys is just incredible. And I'm loving what I'm seeing on offense, defense, special teams, coaching. You know, the play calling, of course, with Kellen Moore getting a little bit cute there at the end. But the different the different looks we get from Kellen Moore, um, the different looks from Dan Quinn. I'm loving what i'm seeing from this cowboys team um but yeah the cowboys seven and two we've got the chiefs we've got the raiders on thanksgiving then we got new orleans the week after it's a thursday night game of course we always get a thursday game after the thanksgiving game Um, But I did see something interesting on Twitter with Demarcus Lawrence. He posted a picture with a caption soon. So I don't know if that means the Chiefs game. I don't know if that means the Raiders on a short week. I'm not sure if I would really be feeling that if he came back on a short week of practice. So to me, it's it's a long shot for the Chiefs. Um, I would say no to the Raiders on Thanksgiving unless unless he's really healed up and ready to rumble. Um, I would say if I were a betting man, which I kind of am. Um, I would say the Saints game, but who knows? It may be sooner than that. So that would that would be an awesome sight to see DeMarcus Lawrence back. Uh, we get Gregory in a couple of weeks, and Tyron Smith will see his status going forward. But we did get Michael Gallup back this game. So um, just an overall dominant win. I was very pleased by the Cowboys, and I hope to see this continuing going forward. Three-and-a-half game lead in the NFC East. So we still got that big lead on the nfc east just got to keep pointing we've got four division games still down the road we've got the eagles once the giants once we've got washington twice so still plenty of time for other teams to catch up so that we don't really want to uh take our foot off the gas just yet but um i'm loving what i'm seeing from the cowboys loving what i'm seeing from the cowboys i will be back later this week to break down the cowboys chiefs game at arrowhead it's going to be a huge matchup you know everybody's going to be all over this game so feel free to hit that subscribe button down below, like, comment, let us know what you think. The um, Cowboys 40 point winners, once again, 43 to 3. You can follow me at Game Day Garage on Facebook or on Twitter, excuse me. You can like Garage Game Day Sports on Facebook, subscribe to us on YouTube, follow us on all the socials. I will see you guys later in the week. Have a good one, guys.